So are we getting out the other side? Thank God. Vaccine passes set to be dropped. Mandates for most will be gone. QR scanning no longer required. The indoor 200 still an issue for many, but outdoors is as good as it used to be in the bad old days. COVID Minister Chris Hipkins, morning. Good morning. Is this an exclusive? Is this your first interview out of home ISO? Um, actually, uh, my second, but, uh, but indeed, yeah, it is my first morning out and about again. And you didn't die and it was okay and it wasn't the end of the world at any point? Well, you know, being young and healthy certainly has a lot going for it. <laughs> okay. Uh, look, I know it's not your domain, but tell me this. Why does the Prime Minister, this is yesterday's announcement, why does the Prime Minister bang on and give us a condescending history lesson every time she speaks and not just get to the detail? Um, I, I actually think the Prime Minister's context, the context the Prime Minister provided to the announcement yesterday was important. And uh, it is important to remember the journey that we've been on over the last two years. Is it? We've all been on it. We all know it. Why do we need reminding all the time? And why do we need to be told how brilliant you guys are? Well, I don't think it was about saying how brilliant uh, the government is. I think it was, you know, I think New Zealanders can reflect with a good degree of pride on the overall response to COVID-19 over the last two years. The time frame on the 200 indoors, when does that get changed? What are you looking for? That kicks in at midnight uh, tomorrow, and uh, we're obviously keeping the um, the levels or the you know where we sit on the framework under review. So that's at red. Once we move to orange, yeah, but that's what um, I'm asking. When are we moving? What because I mean, you're still constraining people at 200. You're still constraining. You can't netball New Zealand can't run anything. You know, an orchestra can't play in front of a crowd. When, what are you looking to see to boost those numbers up? Well, we are still in the peak of the outbreak at the moment. Um, once we can get down to orange, then obviously the numbers uh, increase significantly and those other indoor events become much more of a possibility. Yeah, but so what, are you looking for? We... what are you looking for? When, when we ha- See, we ha- I thought we had peaked. You're telling us we have peaked, but now you're telling them that we're still in the peak. Well, in terms of hospitalisation, um, we certainly are, numbers are still going up, although new admissions are going down, which yeah. is encouraging. But in other parts of the country, if you look at the South Island in particular, you know, case numbers are really increasing pretty steeply in the South Island. So to some extent, they're catching up uh, with what's been happening in the, the northern part of the North Island for a while now. Can we say once the whole country has peaked, we can start to look at an increase in numbers beyond 200 indoors? Oh, absolutely, yeah. And we would be aiming, once we've got through this peak, we'll be aiming to move back down the traffic light system, back down to orange, and then, you know, eventually if we can get there, uh, back down to green again. And why aren't we, why are we still in red, given the hospital system isn't collapsing and never was? Well, the hospital system is very full at the moment. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's not under strain. That's full. All hospitals are full. That's what they should be. They're not collapsing. They're not under strain. So we're still in red. Why? Well, they are relatively uh, under strain, um, and, and you know we've, we've said right right the way along that you know we, we also want to avoid as many people getting COVID nineteen as we can, particularly the people who might die from it. So that's that continues to be our objective. Uh, you've given up on boosters. I'm looking at the numbers. You worried by these? Um, I'd like to see a higher rate of boosters, but if you look at the most vulnerable populations, uh, the booster rates are very, very high. So but, but what's gone wrong? I'm just watching the numbers fall off a cliff. It's still only 72% of the eligible population, 60% overall, and you're doing barely over 4,000 jabs a day. Well, one of the things that will be slowing that down at the moment is that if you've had COVID-19, and bear in mind we're talking about you know potentially one in three New Zealanders have had it, um, and they hadn't had a booster by the time they got it, then they've now got to wait a period of time before they can have a booster. Okay. I was hoping this would be our final ever interview on COVID. What do you reckon? Oh, look, I'm an optimist, Mike. You know, we, we live in a hope. <laughs> do we? Uh, because what I want you to do is get back to education. The literacy report the other day, have you read that? 
Um, I've certainly been following the literacy and numeracy reports, and we've got some announcements on that tomorrow. So, well, uh, thank God for that, because point. the literacy in this country is a disgrace, and you're in charge of it. Well, to be fair, those international studies have shown that New Zealand's been trending down for about 20 years. Well, no, nah, stop making now. excuses. You've been, in, you've been in office for over four years now. You need to be in charge of education. You need to be doing something about literacy, don't you? Well, the literacy we're talking about is the literacy of 15-year-olds. So, yes, I'll accept uh, my share of responsibility as Minister for Education, but the bulk of those kids did their edu- the bulk of those kids' education occurred before the government, current government was in office. Uh, these things do, you know, take a period of time when you're talking about those education stats. You're often talking about very long lead times. A significant announcement tomorrow, then? Uh, I think you'll, you'll see uh, that we've been doing a lot of work in that space. All right, appreciate your time. Chris Hipkins, COVID Ministry. Clearly hadn't read the report I'm talking about. It's the Education Hub Think Tank. Now I don't know my ABC. Nearly one in five 15-year-olds are not meeting the lowest benchmark for reading. Further 20% are only achieving at the most basic levels. It's a national shame.